Hello everybody, welcome back to the Line of Vienna Suite podcast episode 116. My name is Will Jones, joining me tonight is a very, very special guest. Um, he is the author of the Nat Lofthouse book. It is Matt Clough. Hello Matt, how are you? I'm good, thank you mate, how are you doing? I'm perfect, thank you. Yeah, it's really appreciate you joining us today. Um, and obviously, for, for the fans who are listening, it's obviously been a while since we've done our last podcast and what better way than, than to reintroduce it with, with, with a guest of this calibre. Um, so <laughs> we're very much looking forward to, to Matt telling us all about his, his book and how it's all come about. Um, you know, and how much of a sort of a, a past, a time pass rate it can be in, in the dreary lives of, of, of what we're currently having to experience as Bolton fans. So let's hope we can kick, kick it back off with a positive note. Um, so yeah, I mean, Matt, just far away really, tell us how it all came about and, and you know, what, what, what your position has been generally as a Bolton fan and, and where you found the inspiration to, to sort of come up with this. Um, yeah, so obviously I've, I've been a, a Bolton fan all my life. I, I grew up, my, my early years were abroad, but um, yeah, when, as soon as we kind of came back to England, I started getting into football and yeah, it was pre- told in no uncertain terms that I was a Bolton fan, given no <laughs> real option there. Um, and yeah, I've been sort of going for, wow, nearly nearly 20 years now. So yeah, uh, obviously had some, some ups and downs in there. Um, and yeah, sort of. While obviously following Bolton up and down the country, I uh, I started getting into. I obviously went to university, that kind of thing. Started getting into doing quite a lot of writing, um, including stuff about football and that kind of sort of snowboard, you know, course, through uni yeah. and and after that as well. And then um, yeah, sort of. I, I I've always loved reading about football, and I kind of I've started sort of you know. I've, I've, in you know interested in things like Italian football um so reading kind of stuff not particularly related to Bolton and then as time went on I started reading stuff about kind of uh people like Tom Finney Stan Matthews that kind of thing and that kind of era of football uh, really captured my imagination and then um about uh just over four years ago now actually around the anniversary of, of Nat's death in January uh, 2015, I sort of suddenly realised I've, I, you know, I read all about all of these players that Nat knew and played with and played against, but that I'd never really read much about Nat himself. And I, of course, I, I think I'd always sort of shied away from it because I, I sort of, you know, being you know growing up as a Bolton fan, I'm sure everyone listening will know. You know, you hear stories of Nat Lofthouse. It's kind of it's hard to read anything about Bolton's history without. Nat being involved in some way or other so um I'd kind of I think I'd always sort of assumed I knew a bit about him so I hadn't really actively searched out something to something more to read about him and yeah when I when I started looking into it I, I realized there was a, a couple of biographies um sorry autobiographies that come out um but both were out of print and when I did get my hands on them both are fairly short and yeah. um yeah not they, I mean, the, the first one came out in 1954, so obviously miss, like missing huge chunks of his career, you know, stuff we, we know now that's kind of gone down in, in Wanderers legend, like the 1958 Cup final. And then the the one that came out in 1989 is good, but it, it kind of jumps around quite a lot. And in turn, it's, it's quite difficult to really to follow his career from yeah. it. No, yeah, it's, it's very much a kind of, here, here's some of my kind of greatest hits, but yeah. you don't really get a feel for, you know, how his, how his career kind of got started, yeah. the ups and downs, exactly the realities of it really, yeah. 
Yeah, no, it, it's great. I mean, of course, I introduced it as the as the Nat Lofthouse book. Um, of course, the title is Lofty, um, <laughs> the, 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 a name that we're all familiar with in terms of a nickname. Um, also known as as the Line of Vienna, obviously named, <laughs> you know, renamed uh, well by ourselves. <laughs> and I mean, I I guess that Lofty is the, the most iconic you know, sort of figure in, in Bolton Wanderers history, of course, and, and, and what better way, I guess, as a, as a lifelong fan, you know, if you were looking to, to choose a topic, then of course it was always going to be on that, and it's obviously I have a passion for that, and you wanted to get into the nitty-gritty of it, and it, it's great, you know, that, that, you'd be, that you're able to reminisce with us sort of in this way, because I'm sure it, it, it's a period that not many Wanderers fans will, will, will potentially recognise, you know, or, you know, young ones like myself won't have it, won't have you know, had the pleasure of, of experiencing firsthand. Uh, but I, I mean, I, I know you've sort of gone off sort of interviews who, who, and people who, who knew him best. Um, but, but, but did you find it was something that was a process that was, that was relatively straightforward? Was it something that obviously you know you know you enjoyed, or, or just, just how you know how did how did you find it all coming about really? Yeah, I mean, so I mean, when when I first, like I said, I, I kind of I'd realised there was a, a kind of a bit of a gap in the market for for stuff about Matt really beyond the yeah. kind of basics. So when I first started looking into it, I really what I, I didn't I wasn't intending on on writing a book or anything. I just thought, you know, I'd um, just kind of approach it like something say in university, you know, just kind of uh, pick up a few different sources, books, uh, you know, that kind of thing, and just really kind of get some notes down and just try and kind of flesh out my sort of my personal understanding of of that um like i say with no real interest in in kind of writing a book and then the further i got into it you know i, I sort of i will fully admit i i got slightly kind of obsessed with it <laughs> and you know started yeah, get, getting yeah. into details that I, I at one point or another ended up in in the manuscript for the book before being uh, quietly removed because <laughs> yeah. I sort of realised as I was rereading it for about the 50th time that no one could possibly have an interest in <laughs> the kind of difference, the, the changes in the emblem between 1934 and of 1936 course, yeah. before Nat was even playing. So It's I all relevant though, isn't it, I guess? But yeah, yeah. It, it, it's just been, you know, particular about which, which you include and, and, you know, how... how you know, yeah, I'm, I'm sure you have to be quite picky in a way and you have to critique yourself quite, you know, he- heavily in terms of, you know, what, what makes the cut and what doesn't. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, it's, like I say, there's, you know, I, I, I don't want to even try and think about how many kind of hundreds of thousands of words of notes I've got and stuff that oh, was originally <laughs> included and stuff and has been cut out. I, I'd like to think that the, the book we've ended up with is is a kind of, it, you know, it covers all the bases. It's I hope it's kind of informative and entertaining and everything without going into such crazy levels of detail that even kind of hardened Bolton fans are sort of rolling their eyes. Oh, no, of course. Well, I mean, how, how it comes across to me is it's quite a light read. You know, it's good. It's informative. It, I, I think it, it's just quite clearly something that Bolton fans will be able to relate to. Obviously, you, with you being a fan yourself, I think that perspective on things you know, helps to, you know, engage the reader, I guess, and, and it makes it easier to, to follow. And rather than it just being, you know, completely factual, the, there's still elements of opinions in there. And, you know, you, you get, like we like we said at the very beginning, you know, you, you get to, to realise the realities of it and and see, you know, the, sort of the life of Lofty, of how it really was. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, yeah. obviously we were absolutely blessed, you know, with, with his presence and, and, and as, a, as a club hero. 
you know, and, and all that he's done for us and everything, and, and obviously that that's you know well recognised even to this day with, with the statue, with everything outside yeah. the stadium and, and and so on. But obviously, it's it, someone who sort of followed in his footsteps and someone who who you've obviously managed to get the the forward from uh, is our obviously very own John McGinley, uh, yeah. who we've done a podcast with recently. Yes, yeah. I, I presume that you just got in touch with him and you were like, I'm, I'm sure he was more than willing to to partake, but I'm I'm sure that was. Sort of something that, as a fan, you know, it was quite humbling to to be able to just ask him for for such a a contribution. Oh yeah, I mean, a hundred percent. I mean, that was that was uh, set up. The interview was set up by uh, Paul Holiday and Andrew Dean, um, oh, course, who work yeah. at the club. Um, I, I don't know how many fans will. I think Paul's on Twitter. Um, I don't think Andrew is, but they they've been absolutely first class for the whole thing you know like I think I say in the acknowledgements page just I, I, I don't want to again go back through all my emails where I sent them no, I assume yeah. must be so many stupid questions <laughs> but they've been absolutely fantastic in helping setting up interviews and yeah John was yeah I, I actually so I, I met up with him and, and interviewed him and kind of we got we got the what what ended up becoming the forward we got that kind of interview done uh, literally just before the West Brom match, the home match uh, okay, earlier yeah. this season, which was obviously, which he then, we, we literally walked over from uh, over the car park at the, uh, at the stadium mm. to, to join up the protest from there. So, oh, I mean, course, it, yeah, yeah. It, was, it was absolutely incredible really to, you know, to just be sat down with this, this, you know, he, he is a, he's an absolute bonafide bold yeah. legend, John. Of course. And, uh, yeah, just just to be able to sat, sit down with him and hear him speaking so kind yeah. of glowingly and and humbly about Nat and what he did for yeah. for him personally as a player, but also obviously for the club as well. And then, and then to kind of you know go literally five minutes walk and then there's you know, thousands of people chanting John's name and he's you know leading the protest and it's, yeah. it was yeah it's slightly surreal to be honest to be kind of talking yeah. about this this you know one Bolton legend with another Bolton legend and then kind of, of yeah. you know sort of yeah I, I you know I, I don't know how many times John would have had his, his kind of name chanted like that by that many people since since he retired really so, so it was yeah it was kind of it was a very yeah. surreal moment but yeah it was, it was amazing to be a part of and yeah he's, he's, he was absolutely fantastic on the forward it sounds brilliant I mean I can imagine how surreal it must have been for you as, as you've just said but I guess as well it must have been great you know with it being a, a trip down memory lane if you like for John as well and you know just being able to hear his personal takes on things and I'm sure you know there's, there's plenty of stuff that's not included in the book that you know I'm sure you were just able to have you know a conversation over it almost you know and just be able to to, to give you you know the real insight as to what life was like and to be you know surrounded by this great man sort of in day-to-day life and I I know the two were close in terms of you know when when the two were still very much connected to the club um and, and obviously you know before Nat sadly passed away um mm-hmm. I, I'm sure that it was quite emotionally in a way as well um having to sort of talk about all this knowing that you know our, our one great hero is, is sort of no longer with us yeah, absolutely, and yeah, it's sort of the the evening it ended up being on as well. It it was obviously it was a very emotional evening, really. I mean, it was yeah, in, in the one sense, very um, heartening to see that many fans turned out, and obviously you guys, uh, along with various other groups, were were absolutely instrumental in 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 you know really pulling off a, an absolutely fantastic protest that really you know we, we all know that we've we. 
we as Bolton fans feel that the the media perhaps haven't covered the the current plight of the club as as much as they they could have done. Mm. Um, but yeah, that the sort of the work you guys did, kind of putting together the process and getting John involved, was was absolutely kind of you know it's hugely instrumental in what what we hope is is kind of light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah, obviously, yeah, we're not quite there yet, but but yeah, obviously speak, speaking to to John about the kind of the, the the white hot days, the glory days of the uh, the mid nineties, and you know it was it was very hard to kind of uh, sort of. Was it a pinch me moment? Do you, do you think about it? It, it was just you know because I, I guess John's like the the closest thing we have to. I, I I'm, he is a bona fide legend, as you say, but in terms of you, you know he he's up there with that. You know he, he is one of the greatest of all times in terms of Bolton's history. And it, it, oh yeah, it, yeah. You know, and he, I, I think he says. Um, I can't remember if it was at, it's actually made it into the forward or not. But he said, you know, he, he obviously he, he was being very humble and said, you know, he wouldn't compare himself to Nat. But he knew when when he was a player that that the club would always rely on Nat. If if I mean they, they did just before he joined in the eighties. Obviously, when when uh, when times were really really tough and and the club was yeah. running the risk of going bankrupt. And that that really came to the fore and, and helped uh, along with Andrew Dean and the, and the various others at the club kind of spearhead the the lifeline uh, initiative, which which really did effectively save the club. Yeah. Um, and I know when John was was there as a player, he said, you know, they having a guy who not only had had done everything he, he did as a player for Bolton, but who who was you know kind of. I mean, I call him Matt, uh, the saviour of Bolton in yes. the book. You know, various other people have said, you know, similar things, ex-chairman, that kind of, that sort of, that level of praise, really. But, and and John was saying, you know, he's obviously, he, again, being very humble, he, he wouldn't say, he wouldn't compare himself to Nat, um, try as I might to make him do that. But, yeah. um, he, you know, he was saying he, he, he feels like it's it's important for, for the ex-players to sort of, you know, speak up and and oh, help, you know, yeah, help, help publicise club at the moment. And you know, again, John's a man of the people, though, isn't he? I mean, you know, he's the first one to step forward. You know, it, oh, yeah. the club's ever in need of help or supporters yeah. or you know, likewise. I, I think he's always one who, who wants to be, you know, the people's man and, and wants to be be open to the idea of just in in any eventuality wanting to save the club. And you know, we'll, we'll try and stay away from the, from the boring mess that is, you know, the, the current situation at Bolton. I'm, I'm sure we'll come on to that in a couple of weeks, but no, yeah. I wouldn't yeah. want to, to, to take away the limelight, you know, for, from from the excellent piece you, you've created. I mean, I'm just looking at a picture of the of the front cover here and it's just, it's almost just iconic, isn't it? You know, having him stood there in, in, in that sort of recognisable pose in the back of, you know, Burnham Park and everything, it's... It's just so typically in it, and almost in Bolton colours as well. You know the big, bold, lofty, lofty signs. Are like, it, it's just so reminiscent of, of those days that you know that that generation of Wanderers fans will remember. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the, so obviously I, I had a little bit of input on on images and stuff like that, but um, it was mostly the the publishers, the history press, um, who kind of obviously made the final decisions. But yeah, I think the if if you if you you know anyone listening has got the book in front of them, the, obviously the front page is you know lofty before the game, looking you know every every inch the gentleman kind of big beaming smile on his face and stuff and then mm. on the back you've got him emerging from the Burnham Park tunnel looking uh, decidedly more determined and fierce and that's the kind of uh it, like I, I obviously touched on it quite a few times in the book but it's it's a it's an interesting contrast because he's obviously 
uh, in, t- in footballing terms, he was remembered as this absolutely kind of fearless, um, kind of barnstorming forward, just absolutely run through brick walls. And yeah. uh, you know, I I go into detail about how his his kind of legacy isn't isn't particularly fair to him. You know, he's, he's you know a lot of people would just say now he, he would just be a kind of bruising el- all elbows centre forward when really mm. in those days it, it, it wasn't the case. He was, he was no, far yes. more kind of. Um, uh, sort of, you know, he's one of the cardinals of the yeah. And um, but yeah, he, he did still have the side of him, which you know you can see on the photo on the back cover when he, he's you know absolutely determined. You know, there's there's nothing going to stop him. You know, nothing going to come between him and getting his goals and getting the win for Bolton, basically. And you know, he, he did that so many times over his career. And you know, is yeah, like again, it's it's the the quote that you know everyone knows from that saying about how in his day uh players would kick your bollocks off um, yeah. but the difference was after the match they'd help you find them and i think he he kind of lived life by that that kind of maxim really you know he's he, he, i i you know i when i first started i, I didn't I, wa- I wanted to i really wanted to flesh out the character of nat because i i felt like there was a legend that everyone knew but I, I felt like if if people had a better idea of a more rounded picture of him, perhaps it it would, you know, it it would make people understand him more, but it would also make them love him more because you know it's it's all well and good saying oh you know all time record goal scorer, mm-hmm. you know line of Vienna all this kind of thing, but really that that's quite you know for for the sort of, you know everyday fan it's it's difficult to relate to but i think if you know you know where he lived in town and how he got to the games and you know just kind of his his sort of hopes and fears in his mm-hmm. private life and that kind of thing i think it, it 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 really helps you kind of appreciate that he was generally i don't know it's a cliche for for players of his generation but he was generally just a normal guy he he would have absolutely i'm sure he would be absolutely uh kind of completely embarrassed if he was here today and, and knew you know anyone had gone oh, to the course, trouble of writing yeah. a book about him because he was <laughs> oh no no I, I i didn't think you were going down that route when i said of course I, I thought you were going to say i thought he'd be embarrassed to see the state and things today that's another story isn't it <laughs> but, but yeah it's... i think he's um yeah, I, I wanted to really flesh out the, the kind of legend of Nat, and I think... Um, it's important that yeah. everybody recognises that, because I know, like you say, you know, he, he wouldn't be one that, that wanted the attention necessarily, you know, he was just one that got his head down, got stuck in, and, and was just, you know, you, you know, the true working class sort of, you know, side of, of the bottom sort of community that everyone everyone could re- relate to, and, you know, I identify with, so it's fantastic that, you know, you, you've been able to find a happy medium, and that, you know, you... Know, you, you it's not to the point where it's too much, but it's also just, it's a feeling of just commemoration almost and, and, and a celebratory sort of edition of his life, I guess. And, yeah, um, absolutely. And, you know, I, like I say, I, I wanted to put flesh on the bones. I, you know, I wasn't obviously going out there looking for any kind of negative stuff about him. No, but, of course. You know, even, even if I had been, I, you know, the book wouldn't be here because I literally, you know, I, I interviewed well, I, I interviewed dozens of people and then I had, you know, hundreds more get in touch over the course of the sort of four, four and a half years I've been writing and working on it. And mm-hmm. I can honestly say I've, I've not heard, you know, literally nothing negative at all. It's people no, it's... absolutely adored him, whether they played with him, you know, were, I, obviously I interviewed his son, I interviewed his uh, his companion, um, Mildred, 
and you know you know obviously ex-players tommy banks mm -hmm. uh, doggy holden people like that you know people he worked with at the club afterwards like andrew dean and yeah you, you just you, you literally can't find anyone to say a bad thing about him no basically. and i think you'd struggle to as well you know the, even in his england days you know playing for, for, for your nation even you know when you've got fans of clubs who you, you, you don't play for even supporting then you know it, it was always a camaraderie feel i think when, when that was concerned and it's it's great the response that you know he 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 received you know and like you said, it'll never you'll never be able to find a bad word about it, and, and without being too cringy about it, I don't think you. I, I think you'd easily, well, equally struggle to to find a bad word about, about your your book as well. So I'm just looking <laughs> yeah, at, the, at the reviews of it as well. You know, it, it it's featured in the hot new releases on Amazon and and so on. It just looks like it's been a massive hit, and I know that the, the Bolton fans have have been behind it massively. I know the club have supported it as well. They were given away a signed copy earlier this week. Yeah. And, and I mean, we've, we've promoted it ourselves as well, but it, it yes, just looks like the, the response has been fantastic. I bet it's been quite overwhelming, hasn't it? It has, yeah. I mean, to be honest, ever, ever since I announced I was writing it and, you know, right through the uh, various kind of editing processes, I've, I've tried not to kind of bore people with the details too much on, on Twitter and Facebook. But mm. yeah, it's it's been absolutely, it's been really, really yeah, like say overwhelming and quite humbling to be honest. Because yeah, I, like I say, I, I did I didn't start. You know, I, I wasn't like I was, you know, on the hunt for, for to find someone to write about, and it just kind of fell in my lap. I, I just wanted to know more about Nat, and you yeah, know, no, of once course. I felt like I, I had done that, I thought, well, it, it's a shame if I'm mm -hmm. I'm the only one benefiting from this. So I, I really, it's it's been a real kind of passion project mm -hmm. just to try and help, you know, help keep Nat's legend alive really and yeah from everyone from kind of it's fantastic how how pure you know the, the 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 motivation I think behind you know writing this was for you you know it just seemed as if it, it if it's as if it was no hardship at all you know and it was just it, it took you to go forward with it and you're like right I want to know about this let's make it a thing and then it sort of became perhaps more than you'd ever expect it to and I think yeah, it, it, it just works out just as perfectly as you could have hoped I guess yeah um, you know to be honest the, the first sort of two two years when I was originally doing the research and doing the writing and then looking for a publisher I was absolutely convinced that you know I'd log on to Twitter one day and someone would be saying you know oh I've just you know hit pleased to announce I've got a you know book about the the one England legend that's that's probably sure. not had the treatment uh, that they deserve yet in terms of kind of uh, literary attention and it's in that loft house and I was kind of yeah, sort of, as it kind of progressed further and further, I was getting more and more kind of anxious that <laughs> yeah. someone was going to do it. But then, I like saying that, to be honest, I it was, for me, it was all about, you know, if if a few fans of kind of our generation, you know, sort of the generations that weren't as as uh, fortunate as some to uh, to be able to watch him play and who, who know the statue and know the La Nat Lofthouse stand and know Lofty the Lion, obviously the mascot, but of course, yeah. who, who, who don't know much more than that as, as, you know, if a few of them can be kind of, uh, and, and, you know, read it and end up knowing a bit more about what made Nat tick and what made him so important oh, yeah, to the course. club as well. I, I, you know, I'm, I'm happy basically. And yeah, like you say, the, it's it's it seems to be selling really well at the moment. I'm you know again it's just been absolutely overwhelming. So for everyone who's who's bought it or you know bought it for for someone as a gift, you know thank you so much. It's, oh, well, I'm, it's I'm really, sure yeah, been wonderful. I'm sure they'll be thanking you, you know, just for for coming out with this because like you said, I know you've been nervous about you know potentially a rival 
um, a bit <laughs> coming out or something like that. But I think the fact that it's one of its kind, it just it, it's quite fitting given that you know Nat was one of a kind himself, and it it's, it's just been a you know it's obviously received a fantastic reception from the fans and everything. It just seems like it, it's it's all falling into place nicely and. <laughs> You know, like you just touched on with the generations who, who aren't as fortunate to it to have witnessed, you know, the the greats such as Nat. I mean, I'm only 19 myself, and yeah, it's great because I think you could still recognise, like you say, day to day in the life of Bolton. You know, you've obviously got the stand named after him, the statue, the, the mascot. It's all still well, you know, embezzled within the club. And, you know, to see that even fans as young as two and three are, are still being educated on on the likes of Nat, I think is really important, and it and, and the basis that you you've created something on a literary level as well, you know, just makes it ever more important. You know, it, it reingrains it into people's minds about how influential the figure he was, and I think I think it's great that he, that that's kept up because you know legends like Nat should never be forgotten about, should they really? No, absolutely, and I think you know. It, football, you know, without wanting to get kind of too too broad and kind of philosophical about it, but I mm. think you know, in this country, football has is often, you know, it's for for fans like us, we know how brilliant it is, but I think there there is a, a bit of a kind of a snobbery about it um, from from certain quarters. You know, people would kind of suggest that you know it's it's a sport. How important can it be? How you know here's you know when, when you think of kind of legends of England you know you're talking kind of music's fine film's fine but sport particularly football obviously with mm. with its history and kind of you know hooliganism in the 80s and that kind of thing I think there is a bit of snobbery there in yes, terms of, of course, in, ter- in terms of kind of h- how important can it actually be you know it's on how, how many people can it matter to but I think if you if you looking at kind of Bolton and obviously mm. it's got a for, for the town of its size, it's got a very rich history of, of producing, you know, yeah, actors course. and, you know, all sorts of different kind of people. But really, if if you had to name one one legend of Bolton, I think for... He's the first one that springs to mind, isn't he? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, certain, you know, maybe if, you know, people not from Bolton might go down the list and find someone, you know, Ian McKellen or someone like that who's yeah. from Bolton. But, you know, for, for people from Bolton, even for for people who, you know, aren't, aren't particularly into football and, you know, you <laughs> can't really blame any Bolton fans for not being particularly into football at the moment. But even no, of for course, them, yeah. I, I think, uh, yeah, Nat, Nat is the one. I mean, you know, so I, I mentioned Mildred, who was Nat's companion for the last few years of, course, of his life, yeah. um, who I interviewed earlier. And, uh, yeah, she, you know, she said she... She met Nat in, I believe, 1989, and she'd, you know, never, never been to a Bolton game, never had any interest in it, lived in the town her entire life, but or, or around the town her entire life, but no interest in Bolton whatsoever. But Nat kind of transcended that as well. You know, you, Nat Lofthouse, you, you, you basically you couldn't move without knowing who he was. He had, you know, his, his picture on the on the back of the Bolton news every day for about. Mm-hmm. 20 odd years and you know he, he he really he was Bolton and yeah I just again it's it's uh and kind of it I I hope it I think the book will obviously rival the likes of uh the the stand or, or the statue or even lofty the mascot but I hope it's a small part in what helps keep Nat's legacy alive and you know helps oh, of course, 100%. hopefully future generations kind of uh 
yeah, no, you know, yeah, no, absolutely. And I think, remember I think, him basically. I think it, for the audience you've targeted at, it's absolutely perfect because I know, like you said, on the philosophical philosophical side of it, you know, you're always going to get people who say, well, necessarily, you know, our football is that important in the grand scheme of things, and I think. To be honest, if you looked into every every negative comment that you know somebody could ever write about something like that, I think you wouldn't be able to sleep at night. So, it, it's worth, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's not worth doing that. You know, when you, when you've got such a, a a sort of clicky audience that you know you, you're able to approach and they're be able to relate to it, it doesn't really matter what what anybody else said. And of course, it's great to have you know the the, the wider attention. But whilst you know you've got this such close knit community that. You know, we'll obviously love the content, and th- there's no reason why anyone would have a bad word to say about that. And as you say, you know, with, with him being just so important as as a you know member of the Bolton community, not necessarily even on the football side of things, but just like you said, it, it, if you were to look down, you know, a, a list of famous people that come from Bolton, he, he's bang up there, isn't he? Really, so you know, yeah, he, he's one. That, I think he's you know as well. What again? What I hope kind of the book sheds a bit more light on is in terms of kind of if you're looking for a role model a sort of legendary role model uh, kind of an aspirational figure obviously he grew up in in very different times to to you know where we are right now but i i you know i think the idea of a a kind of a, a kid growing up you know in between the two world wars not you know family were not terribly off in terms of the grand scheme of things certainly mm. around lancashire but you know, by today's standards, it's absolutely kind of unfathomable kind of, you know, not being able to afford more than one pair of shoes a year. So that kind of thing for school. Um, And to to kind of go from there and basically, obviously, and again, this is, this is a a common thread throughout the, um, the book of sort of talent versus kind of work ethic. And, you know, how did, how did he achieve what he achieved? Well, you know, and how much of it was talent, how much was, was just grit. But, mm. you, you know, no one can can look at him doing his eight-hour shifts down the mine, getting up at 4 oh, a.m., going down the mine, coming, you know, coming up, having, you know, if he was lucky, having a, a bath in a, a cold metal tub yeah. and then, yeah, then going out to play for Bolton, uh, you know, all at age 15. You can't really argue with that. And obviously, like I say, it's... It's you absolutely know, admirable, it's, isn't it? And it, absolutely, it, you, things you know, like that make you think. I, I don't. You don't know why modern footballers can complain about how much they're on a week. You know, and <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I know that's very topical at a minute. And again, we won't go too deep into that at the minute. Yeah. But it's just, you know, t- people like that and the way that they lived and the way that they were just willing to get on with it. They weren't bothered about you know how much they were paid, whatever. They just got on with it, did all that. Even you know, at fifteen, as you say, it's just it's absolutely incredible, and it's. It, it's an unrivaled sense of character, I think, to be able to just go out and do that, no problem, and and still be held in such high regard and and perform, you know, as of what's expected here and and well beyond that. It's it, it's just incredible and so humbling, really, you know, that that we've got such an icon, sort of belonging to us in a way. It's um, it, it, it's really quite fascinating, you know, and I think you. The way the way that you've written the book as well, I've managed to have a quick sneak peek at it via somebody else's copy, and I just think it's so well put together in a way that it, it it's. I think I summed it up earlier. Just said that it's so relatable, and and you know, in, and easy to recognise from a from a fan point of view, and it, it, it's just a, an excellent way of of being able to you know still relate to to the to the good old days which, which are, are, are fastly you know deep <laughs> becoming, a, <laughs> becoming a, a, a memory from a long time ago which yeah, you know sadly yeah. you know a lot of people won't be able to to relate to so it's 
Yeah, it's good I that mean, you're still keeping his legacy alive. One of the things I did want to stress right at the start, obviously, was, you know, in terms of delving into the history, was just kind of, again, I, I wanted to set the scene, but I also wanted to try and show how important Bolton Wanderers was to the community. Yes. And I think one, one of the, I guess you could call it a silver lining of, of everything that's that's gone on, because obviously, I, like I say, I started writing this in 2015 when... Obviously, the club wasn't in fantastic shape, but no. it was arguably in in a better state than it is right now. <laughs> and I, you know, when I when I first started writing it and you know putting together the history sections, um, I, I you know I was thinking for 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 readers who maybe don't know so much about Bolton and maybe don't know so much about football in general, um, I I wanted to stress why being a footballer was was hugely important and. What I think has been, you know, like I say, a, a bit of a silver lining is, well, you know, I obviously people absolutely loved the, you know, the the, the big Sam era, and that's that's the era I grew up watching, and it was, you mm-hmm. know, some of the some of the best times the club has ever had, you know, of any era. It's completely, you know, unbelievable looking back what what was achieved and the players we had, and you know the the teams we beat, and you know the the European runs and everything, but. What what I think is is interesting is how the kind of the fan community has sort of pulled together and, and rallied around, and I think in a sort of perverse way, what's going on right now is is kind of the the reaction from the fans, and I, I know mm-hmm. there's you know a lot of of kind of apathy and people just generally being a bit fed up, and you know I'm, I'm absolutely yeah, but it's cause... understandable, isn't it? You know, it, it's, it's oh, still yeah, a turning to anger, and... and I think it's just. It's it's kind of in a in an odd way sort of come full circle. I think um, yeah, it's, you know it, it's it's just goes to show once again that the bond people had with the club when you know when they it was you know the sort of way back into the 1930s when you know there was a, people working down the mines and a lot more people not working down the mines but wishing they were, which is generally a pretty awful thing to wish. And then you had World War Two, which was obviously uh, not much fun for ev- uh, for anyone really um, <laughs> and um, but yeah you know through all that what people had to rally around what people had to to bring them together was Bolton Wanderers and you know obviously times for you know in general are, are nowhere near as, as bad as that now but I think what what everything that's going on at the club at the moment goes to show is that 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 spirit is is still absolutely there. You know, people in Bolton, they you know the, the sort of the first thing they they think about in the morning, the last thing they think about when they go to bed at night is often Bolton Wanderers. You of know, course, yeah. and, you might you know, get angry, you might get frustrated, but it, it it never goes away, does it? You know, it's impossible to shake that. You know, it, it, it's almost like a curse that, that's been set up in a way, and it's you can't help but yeah. just, just want things to you know to change fortune because it's becoming to the point where it's just unbearable for so many to you know, and it's people are, are threatening not to go. I mean, we haven't even got season tickets information available to us yet, so no, it's I mean, hard it's, to see yeah, it, why anyone would go anyway, but. It's yeah. it, it's so uh, such a sad state of affairs to you know and and, and you think of people like that and, and what they went through to to put on a show for for the for the for the ever you know great football fans and it's it's such a shame that and I think he'd hate to see the the you know the the shambles that it is today really yeah uh, absolutely I mean it's uh, yeah it it you know yeah obviously it's, it's it's an absolute tragedy that he's gone but. You know, he he would be absolutely 
beside himself if he could if he could see this today. You know, he, he was yeah. like we said earlier, he was obviously he was he was a kind of, he was a very uh, bullish character on the pitch, you know, hold, no holds barred yeah. and that kind of thing. But off the pitch he was absolutely, you know, complete gentleman and I, I think his his reaction, he, he obviously he'd be he'd be angry, he'd be furious. But he'd be doing anything he could to help, wouldn't he? I suppose at the yeah, same time he would I, just be I sitting think back. His and... Overriding reaction would absolutely be he, he'd be devastated. And you yeah. know, one one of the things I've, like I say, I, I kind of I started writing in and researching back when we, you know, we were starting to get a, the wind of how how difficult things were at the club and how it was it was really starting yeah. to. Okay, you know, just, it's not just been a you know a relegation to the championship. Things that things are There's are seriously that, in, yeah. in you know things are seriously looking bad here. But throughout the whole process of writing the book, I've you know I've been able to kind of console myself that like you know this <laughs> is obviously during during the World War Two that the club shut down because they had no players and just yeah. you know, just could, couldn't field field the team basically couldn't afford to keep the lights on. And then, obviously, we also had into the eight. You know, we, there was a lot of financial problems through the seventies, and culminated in in that kind of, of course, yeah. being on the pitch, basically pleading with the fans to 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 dig deep and and help keep the club alive. And mm. you know, I've, I've always had that to kind of console me that you know things aren't that bad. But no, it's, uh, if it ever I mean, got you know, to that situation again, I, 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 the way that I see it at the minute is that no matter how bad things get, I feel like there's too much of an unwavering sport for it to be allowed to die you know, I, yeah. I just don't see it physically possible un- unless of course some natural disaster happens I, you know, I, I, as <laughs> it did the previous time but um, you know provided that that, that doesn't you know I, I just see well in my opinion it just seems impossible that you know such, such a great club would be allowed to, to well to even get into this situation and yet here we are but um, no, I mean I, yeah. I'm with you I think you know naturally Oh yeah, I'm a Bolton fan, so I'm I'm naturally a pessimist uh, in all things. <laughs> but course. yeah, I, I'm with you. I, I I'm choosing to uh, to hold on to the hope that you know the club has survived an awful lot uh, through its you know coming up to 150 years of existence now. Yeah. And you know, I sort of without wanting to give the ending of the book away, I sort of you know go <laughs> very briefly sort of say how you know. Whether whether the next 150 years of of Bolton Wanderers Football Club uh, could possibly yield another Nat Lofthouse, and at the moment I'm still clinging to the hope that uh, that we will have another 150 years of uh, Bolton Wanderers. <laughs> we can only hope at the minute because it is the only thing we have right now, <laughs> apart from perhaps the one play. I think is it, <laughs> but yeah. It, it, it's just a shambles but I, honestly thank you so much Matt for joining us today and it, it, it's been an absolute pleasure just being able to hear your version of events and you know bring to life this this biography that, that you've created you know sort of on behalf of everyone and you know sort of publish and, and, and get the word out there about how, how much of a great lofty really was you know even to the wider audience and just to bring it back home to, to us that are so familiar with him it's, it, it's been an absolute pleasure to, to be able to go over it with you again today so um, thanks so much for that. Um, do you have any? Thanks very much for having me. Oh no, it's an absolute pleasure. Do you have any sort of final, um, you, you know, messages that you'd like to send out to the fans or, or any promotion? You know, you're absolutely welcome to um, at all. You know, <laughs> take this opportunity to. No, I mean, just just to reiterate what I said. Just sort of tweeted me saying, you know, thanks for thanks for writing, and it's yeah, it's it's been a real. Uh, 
I, I never expected this sort of reaction, basically. Um, yeah. Certainly not when I'm sort of about four and a half years ago when I was going through some very dusty old copies of uh, some golden <laughs> books I managed to get my hands on. But yeah, it's it's been it's been a phenomenal 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 response. <laughs> I'll get there in the end. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I just um, yeah, it's been absolutely fantastic. If anyone obviously has any questions about the book um i'm on twitter uh at matt j Clough. and yeah please uh if you know someone who might like it um by all means buy them one or you know several dozen copies depending <laughs> yeah. on how many <laughs> or hundreds it's, yeah. it's up to you yeah but uh yeah no, it, it's fantastic like you said you're you are very much available on twitter uh, as i've seen you know and, and it's great and i'm sure we'll, we'll, we'll be in full support of you along the way you know if, if there's Thanks anything else with them there'll be a continued support from us that's for sure because it you know it's a fantastic addition and and you could only hope that this is i mean do, do you have any plans to to perhaps make it make another or, or something along the lines of <laughs> bolt related um <laughs> that's a good question I, I, I've, I've ha- I have had um, a couple of questions about doing this, sort of a full Bolt and Wanderers history uh, from a, a couple of yeah. publishers but to be perfectly honest right, the club where it is right now it, whatever way it goes it feels like this is a, a pretty pivotal moment so I think oh, of course yeah uh, gotta wait for it to be best. resolved I guess haven't you yeah, <laughs> yeah probably uh, hold we'll fire on, on any kind of uh, trying to sum up the history of Bolton before this is all over but yeah, um, I should also say as well I'm, I'm currently I don't believe the book is uh, available at the club shop um, obviously because being in administration I think they're, they're well, well I'd like limited. to know why not no, <laughs> it very much should be um, yeah, yeah unfortunately due to the administration I think they're pretty much limited no, on no, what they can course, do but yeah. um, hopefully you know once when if the takeover is sorted um you know we can we can get the ball rolling and there might even be a uh, a book signing um with myself which I'm, I'm guessing it's not too many people are going to get excited about but also potentially john mcginley as well which should excite a few more people so. yeah i mean we'd love to team up with you on that you know as well if you'd ever want to do something like that we can yeah, always yeah, you know absolutely. arrange some sort of a giveaway or anything just sure. just let us know in, in in the future and hopefully we can arrange that but, yep. uh, but yeah, exactly. like, like I say, Matt, honestly, it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you today. Um, like I said, you can find Matt on Twitter at Matt J. Clough, and obviously his book is available in all good retailers, particularly Waterstones, I believe, yes. and online uh, on Amazon. Um, obviously, as I said at the very beginning, it's lofty, um, and, and you can't miss it. It says Matt Clough at the top as well. So, <laughs> I mean, you know, it, it, it's a hard one to miss, and, and, and you'd be daft not, not to, to pick up a copy if, if you're if you're as much of a diehard Bolton fan as we are. so. Um, but yeah, on that note, just going to plug ourselves, if you don't mind, obviously on online Vienna. See Twitter, as we always are, unfortunately. You know, we're trying to keep things on a lighter note, but it, it, it's becoming really hard to at the minute. But the, the line of Vienna pods on its way back, hopefully, as the season progresses, or, well, if it does, I, I don't know, it, it may start, it may not, <laughs> we'll never know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we'll, we'll try and make this a bit more of a constant thing. Matt, we'd love to have you back on whenever. Um, you, you know, just give us a shout if if you'd ever like to join us mid-season. You're more than welcome oh, to. Uh, but yeah, you can find me on on Twitter as well at wi1lj. If you'd like to hear my opinions, you probably won't. But <laughs> but yeah, I think that's pretty much everything for, from us today. But yeah, thanks again to Matt for joining us. Um, and yeah, thank you very much for listening. Set la vie. <laughs>